Hey everyone, it's Buana. And this is Gwen. And you're listening to The, the Page Turner. Hey everyone, and welcome back to The Page Turner. As always, I'm Buana. And I'm Gwen. And we're really excited because this is a special bonus episode, essentially. Yeah. So you get to listen to us twice this month. <laughs> so, <laughs> so get excited. No, we're really excited. We're just going to jump right into it because our page perspective is actually about a special event we're doing at the beginning of November. We're having an author visit. Yes, actually, Mac Barnett is coming in. He's an award-winning children's author. He's won things like the Caldecott Award back in... 2015. Um, and that was for a book of his called Sam and Dave Dig a Big Hole, which sounds pretty funny. Yeah, so come here to the Los Gatos Library on November 2nd at 2 p.m. To hear him talk about his books. And ask him some questions. Yeah, we're really excited to have him, especially because for this episode, of course, we read two of his children's books, mm-hmm. one picture book and one uh, chapter book. Chapter, yeah. And so, yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about today. <laughs> we do want to warn you ahead of time that there will be spoilers because these are short books, mm-hmm. so we did two of them, and we're just going to launch into like more detailed and right away instead of having a little break exactly. between spoiler and non-spoiler. So one of these, these books is a mystery, so if you don't want to get spoiled for a mystery, just know ahead of time that we will be revealing the culprit. We will be doing that one second, though. Yes, exactly. So feel free to listen to the first part, which we're going to start with the picture book, which mm-hmm. is called Extra Yarn, and the illustrator is John Classen. And I absolutely loved the artwork in the book. So it's beautiful. Major shout out to John. It's it's really neat. I don't even know how to describe it. Um, all the images are made out of like they're supposed to be yarn, but like drawn in their own way. Oh, like um, printed with yarn. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Um, so that's a nice play off of the story and everything. Uh, the book is recommended for ages four to eight. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know anyone of any age can enjoy this book, but um, that's the recommended age uh, for kids. And the story is essentially about a girl who finds a box. Box full of yarn. Literally. Yeah. yeah. And she's got extra because it's a never-ending box. But we don't, well, we don't really know that at the very beginning. She just keeps knitting for people and she keeps knitting. And then it just, at at a certain point, you're like, okay, there's no way that box, like, (laughs) had that, this is a magic box. Yeah, there's something going on here. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But what makes it so neat and uh, beautiful is that her whole town is black and white. Mm -hmm. So when she finds this yarn, it's all full of color. And everyone, um, I think it's so cute how, you know, Anytime someone gets something that's kind of new, yeah. you know, you might be a little jealous. So everyone's a little bit jealous. Like, how did she get this beautiful, colorful yarn? Mm-hmm. But instead of, you know, being sad about that or kind of, you know, feeling a little hurt that no one's, like, excited for her, she chooses to show that joy of yeah. the yarn with everyone. She makes it for everybody. She yeah. makes them all scarves and sweaters and stuff, and it's very cute. Yeah. And at some point, she runs out of people to give things to, so she starts getting really creative, which actually I kind of wanted to bring that up. It reminded me when she started knitting for, like, the trees and stuff. Oh, yeah. The cars, <laughs> Yeah, too? the cars. She was wrapping cars, houses, trees. Yeah. Like, that was just cracking me up. Like, the whole neighborhood. I know. But it reminded me of this sort of movement in the art world. It's not even art world, the knitting world. <laughs> um, they call it art uh, yarn bombing. Oh. Where you can see it if you want, you can look it up where uh-huh. they just knit things and like knit around a tree. Like Oh, like really? Like, like in this book? Yeah. 
Like, just like the book. <laughs> oh, my yeah. gosh. Like, there's one a picture I saw online of just a bus, an entire bus covered in, like, knitwork. That is wh- How do you even... Do you make the whole thing and then slide it on like a glove? <laughs> do you... So, I've You must seen, know it around it. I've seen it. one video, and it seems to me, and I don't know if this is a universal, like, <laughs> method. Yeah. But what they do is they'll knit the basically just knit the whole thing and mm-hmm. then come up to the tree for example and then sort of just knit it closed oh so okay. they make it for the tree or whatever yeah and then come up to the tree and cl- <laughs> enclose the tree in it yeah which oh my gosh it's like putting on a t-shirt exactly a tree or <laughs> like they sew the tree into this knit thing that is wild. I know. I am not a member of the Knitters Club. I don't have quite the um, <laughs> the patience for... I did, like, latch hooking mm-hmm. as a kid, which, oh, yeah. um, you know, that's little pieces at a time, mm-hmm. but that's, like, as far as my <laughs> patience with those kind of things went. But we do at the library have a huge knitting, yarn work, needlework section, so if you are a fan of that... Come on down because and we have uh, knitting groups. Yes, for uh, children too. Yeah, yeah, you're right, um, and that's always cool to see because I mean it's peaceful for a lot of people. Yeah, I mean I actually started knitting a couple years ago um, as a sort of a meditative thing. Yeah, yeah, just the nice repetitive, mm-hmm. um, and that I feel like that that's kind of the same for a character. Yeah, yeah, Annabelle, um, who's just. Uh, she gets this young, and that's all she's doing, page mm-hmm. after page. She's just calmly sitting. You know, mm-hmm. some people are confused. You know, color. Yeah. That's color. That's, oh, in the beginning, she's knitting um, at school. She has, like, a sweater that she made mm-hmm. at school, and it's a coarse, bright color, and everyone can't stop looking at her. Yeah. And the teacher's like, excuse me, Annabelle, but, you know, yeah. it's very distracting. <laughs> um but what I love is that she's like, okay, well, then I'll just make sure everyone has one. I know. That was really sweet. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really cute. I love that, uh, uh, you know, the message seems to be, you know, just Giving, share joy. Yeah, sharing it and and all of that. And then the character that comes in later. Oh, dun-dun-dun-dun. The Archduke. Yes, the bad guy of the book. Mm-hmm, who wants this magical box full of endless yarn for himself. So obviously you think, okay, he's going to use this for, like, profit or something. Yeah, he offers her a lot of money. Yeah. And she just calmly says, She's like, no. No, thank you. And goes back to knitting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, um, how it... He eventually just, like, takes the box anyway, mm-hmm. and then it finds its way back to her. Yeah, because it doesn't work, and he gets it doesn't angry work for, for him. him. He doesn't have the right hurt. Exactly. The tensions were not good, and he, like, tosses it in the sea. Uh, and it finds, yeah, at the very end, it just finds its way back, and it's... It comes back where it's meant to be. Exactly. So, yeah, it's a really, really cute picture book. Mm-hmm. We really enjoyed reading it. And so we wanted to do a quote shared by both of us that we both picked yes. instead of two separate ones. So a moment that we thought was really funny was when the Archduke is so angry because it's not working. Yeah. And the book says... His mustache quivered. It shivered. It trembled. <laughs> that was so funny. He's just so angry. So you can just see him, like, shaking his hand. I just and have this little picture of a wiggly worm. Yeah, like, exactly. Or a caterpillar. Just like, Mah. Like in cartoons when they get angry and it Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah, before we go on to talk about the second book, we <laughs> wanted to mention a quote from our 
wonderful children's librarian, Catherine. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if you guys have been here, you guys have met her and gotten, you know, wonderful interactions and the recommendations from her. Yeah. yeah, story time. So she had said to us that uh, Mac Burnett is one of her favorite children's authors. She's, even before she was at the Los Gatos Library, she had author talks with him mm-hmm. and other events and that she finds his books really funny and hilarious. They really speak to her yeah. <laughs> in terms of her sarcastic sense of humor. So, I mean, the, uh, these are books and the author ones that our own children's librarian who really loves and uh, treasures. So keep that in mind while you're listening to our reviews of these books and if you're thinking about coming down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's move on to the second book. Okay. So the Brixton Brothers, mm. which, spoiler alert. Not brothers. <laughs> <laughs> the series is called Brixton Brothers, and it follows best friends, Steve and Dana. And Steve has always heard, you know, in these detective books that he reads, that the brothers are the brother duo. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have a brother. <laughs> so <laughs> it's him and his friend Dana. This book, five stars. I don't know if we said this about Extreon. Extreon was really cute. I would give it four stars out of five. Yeah. I mean... With children's books, they're so much shorter, so it's yeah, kind of it's harder hard to... Yeah, it's hard to wait, but four, but yeah. this is a solid five. Maybe one of the funniest books I've ever read. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, it's really good. I would say the age group is about... So, we would say, like, third grade to sixth grade? Yeah, it would fit in there. Kind of just like the, like, Nancy Drew and Hody Boys. Yeah, It's essentially what much. this book series is, and this is book one, and it's The Case of the Case. Yeah, the case of the case of mistaken <laughs> identity. <laughs> so yeah, wrap your mind around that. Yeah, so the book series follows Steve at first, mm-hmm. who is given a project from his teacher that on needlework. So all the other students, you get to pick your subject out of a hat, mm-hmm. and it's totally random, and he gets stuck with American needlework, and he's just <laughs> so disappointed. Because someone else in the class got detected. His best friend got detected. Oh yeah, Dana. <laughs> It was Dana that got it. Yeah. And so that was pretty funny. But when he goes to check the book out, chaos in ensues. This book is also great. It's great that the author is coming to a library to talk because it's about librarians. Yeah, oh my gosh. Um, And just wait till we read our favorite quotes because... uh, Gotta be... So one of the things with just media in general is Mm -hmm. I'm interested in how librarians are portrayed. Yes. Because... It's our field. But, <laughs> but, like, this is hands down one of the better ones. I yeah, really appreciate Really good. Really good. Because there's more to the eye than what you see. Yeah. It's, uh, the humor of it was just, it was so good. It was next level. Yeah, it was <laughs> really, really good. And, like, when he goes to check out An Illustrated History of American Quilting, <laughs> which is the only book on quilting. <laughs> Which is a complete contrast to our library. Yeah. So if you come on down to the Las Gatas Library, we have way more than one book yeah. on quilting. You will find a whole aisle on knitting and quilting. <laughs> um, yeah, just chaos. Yeah. People just coming in on ropes through windows, like breaking, breaking through. Glass. Yeah, I know. And I just realized not one policeman showed up. Like, I'm... it was glass breaking. Where are the other patrons? <laughs> that too. <laughs> it was dead silent, which is not yeah, accurate. Yeah. But yeah, that killed me. And then the librarian was nowhere to be seen. And then all of a sudden he's being interrogated. Oh, yeah. Like, he's checking his book out. He sees her. He turns to see, like, somebody running up. <laughs> like, a van pull up and they all, like, jump out yeah, of the like car. Yeah, like, scary looking he people. He turns back to the librarian and she's Gone. Gone. Literally nowhere <laughs> to be seen. That, no. that I was, like, laughing, like, no tears almost. It was so funny. And then she pops up and, you know, and they're, like, they assume he's some secret agent because he's checking out this book that's really a code yep. for the whole special t- quilt. 
Yeah, he's like, they're like, detective, as if it's some horrible thing yeah, to be like. Yeah, 12. Right? <laughs> and this whole time he's like, I'm not a detective. Yeah, like, I, I'm i 12, I have an essay due in yeah. two days. Just let me write my essay. <laughs> it's so funny. And so there's apparently, there's a code in the quilting book that will lead to them finding the ultimate quilt that has all these secrets in it. Because every library book is really coded secrets. Yeah. And librarians are all secret agents. I mean, what is the Library of Congress, like, system for anyway? Exactly. <laughs> it's all code. need to organize things in a certain way, it's really codes. Um, so I'm, you know, working in a library. Me and Gwen are neither going to confirm nor deny these allegations <laughs> that this book puts on us because we don't want to break, you know, secrecy. I but mean, you need a master's for librarianship anyway, so exactly. we're not going to so say why you if need you the extra training. Secret, get your master's, <laughs> yes, in library and information science. Yeah, so he goes on this journey, and it's, you know, a typical kind of almost cartoonish mm-hmm. um, comedy of errors almost Yeah, in the way that things go about. And so it's really enjoyable, really fun. I would say in terms of, you know, read-alikes, like we've mentioned already, Nancy Drew and the Hody Boys, I would say there's a lot more humor. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely for a slightly younger audience, I would say. So, again, we said third through sixth grade, but I think mm-hmm. Nancy Drew and Hody Boys is probably um, fourth, fifth through, all the way through middle school, I would say. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're enjoyable at any age, I, I think so, but, <laughs> um, yeah. So another element that I thought was kind of funny was his sort of obsession with detectives and the detective work and and the um oh the bailey brothers Brothers. detective handbook which is essentially like in his world it's the hardy boys exactly (laughs) but um he's totally into this he loves the books he's Mm -hmm. read all the books they're his favorite books and he is now thrown kind of into being a detective, so yeah. this is his only source. Yeah, well, his only source. And then on top of that, he loves the whole detective thing, but the entire book, he's like, I'm not a detective! <laughs> it's kind of like that um, in the superhero origin stories, like Spider-Man especially, when it's yeah. like, I'm just a kid. Uh, yeah. I can't be doing that. I'm no superhero. Like, I'm just too local. You know, friendly detective yeah. book level. <laughs> what uh, really made me laugh, too, is... Again, it's his only source, so he would pull this book out at mm-hmm. the worst times. I know to he's be like waiting. being chased, and he's like, "Wait, I gotta flip through the book. Find <laughs> how do I get out? Of this? Need a quick escape? Jump out a window, but make sure it's not higher than two stories, because <laughs> yeah. that will hurt. <laughs> and make sure you roll. Yeah, so make he, sure to roll. And then he's like, "Did not yeah. do that." <laughs> It still hurt, Yeah, I forgot to roll. So, <laughs> yeah, that's really great. I mean, you know, we probably shouldn't give too much away. I mean, in part because it's so complicated. It'd take us a while to, like, yeah. sort of... Yeah, I mean, it's a short book, but trying to think about how to get to the end and, like, who it is who actually requires some intricate, like, hooping and... and he did not something. go from point A to point B in a straight line. No, <laughs> we'll it is all that. over the map, which is fun. It's what, part of what makes it fun. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so I think actually we're going to... And the particulars of that book there. Mm-hmm. And I would say definitely read it. Five stars. Yeah, go for it. Like, I think especially if your kid is, say, reading The Hardy Boys or something mm-hmm. and is looking for something maybe a little bit more modern, this would definitely be a good option. Yeah. And vice versa, obviously. Agreed, yeah. We wanted to do a read-alike. And, you know, for kids, again, we've mentioned these books ten times yeah. um, already. But Hardy Boys, Nancy Drill, yeah. so good. I mean... The classic mysteries. Yeah. I mean, and in part, it's just because it makes 
them feel, I guess, like Steve, because mm-hmm. he has that obsession with the... The Bailey's brothers. Yeah. Bailey yeah. brothers? Yeah. Bailey yeah. brothers. It's, it's all the blah, blah, blah. I know. Well, I, get, I keep wanting to say Brixton brothers, but that's not <laughs> the <laughs> yeah, wrong exactly. B1. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so... No, totally. And again, like I said, the difference in the age groups make it in a way that definitely you feel mm-hmm. at that age, I think, more even more relatable to the characters because Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys are older. Yeah. Right. And here you're reading someone that's exactly around your age, which makes it really fun. Yeah. And we should also mention that this is part of like the first book in a series. Mm-hmm. There are four more or four out yeah, there's currently. Yeah, four out already. And the next one is the Ghostwriter Secret. Mm-hmm. So that would also be a good recommendation. Just yeah. Continue on with the series. Yeah, it's really good. And one day maybe just as prolific as The Hoodie Boys and Nancy Drew. <laughs> and then as an adult recommendation, I would recommend Anthony Horowitz, who may sound familiar if you're familiar with children's literature. He's written mm-hmm. so many children's books, but he has also started a, a standalone. He has a standalone in adult fiction. Mm. And he uh, he also has a now continuing mystery series. Yeah. And I've always said in the last couple of years, well, I don't want to I don't want a continual mystery series because blah blah. blah I don't like those. Um, but I mean, you loved I love, Nancy Drew yeah. when you were a kid. Yeah. So that's why it was so funny for me as an adult to be like, oh my gosh, another one in <laughs> <Yeah>. the <laughs> series. But I really have liked this one. So the standalone is called The Magpie Murders, which was mm-hmm. quite popular for a while on our shelves. And book one in the series is The Word is Murder. Okay. And they're just fantastic mystery stories. So that's our kids' recommendation, kids' fiction, and our adult recommendation. You, you know, read a couple mysteries in the family. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, go uh, to a beach or something. They're very, like, beachy, mm-hmm. engrossing reads for vacation. I don't know about you. I train like rides. reading mysteries and thrillers only when I'm on vacation. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I'll read them whenever. <laughs> I'll, I'll read them to get out of a reading slump. Okay. Because the excitement when they're written well, yeah. the excitement of what's going to happen is too good to like put down. Yeah. But yeah, and then to close out this special bonus episode, we are going to become actors <laughs> for a hot second because our favorite, one of our favorite, <laughs> you can tell that we really like this book, one of our favorite scenes is not just a line. One of our favorite quote is not just a line. Yeah. So you are going to be... Macintosh. I'm going to be Steve, and this scene takes place right after he's captured, so to speak, <laughs> while trying to check out that amazing quilting book. Okay, I'll start. Are you joking? Oh, there's no joke, said Macintosh. Of that, I assure you. You see, Stephen, librarians are the most elite, best-trained secret force in the United States of America, probably in the world. No way. Yes way. What about the FBI? Featherweights. The CIA? Macintosh snorted. Don't make me laugh. Those guys can't even dunk a basketball and read a book at the same time. Every librarian is highly trained agent, an expert in intelligence, counterintelligence, bullion searching, and hand-to-hand combat. (laughs) (laughs) That was... That was I, one of the greatest scenes I've ever read in Kids Literature. I loved the, like, Boolean searching thrown yeah. in there. I was just exactly. like, yes! Because that's, that is hands down what you learn. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, again, going to sound like a whole lot of mumbo-jumbo for everyone, but get your masters, and you two will find out these high trade secrets. Yeah. Yeah, so that was just too good. Great writing, and I, obviously, you might be able to tell why having him come in is... So great just in general, but mm-hmm. having a talk 
about this book as well as it pertains to libraries. I think it'll be really, you know, fun and for any kid um, that grows up in the library, you know. Yeah, totally great. Like, their imaginations can run wild with this. Yeah. And I'm okay being, giving that impression. Yeah, if, if, you know, the kids that we work with in health who want to think of us as highly trained agents, <laughs> I will not tell them otherwise. So, but yeah, so uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this bonus episode. Again, come on down and see Mac Barnett. He will be here at the Los Gatos Library November 2nd at 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. We hope to see you there. Oh, and um, don't forget, we are posting, like, regular the first week of November. That'll be November 7th. This time we'll be reading The Blind Assassin by Margaret Atwood. Yeah, so you have, um, when this comes out, you'll have a couple weeks and another episode Uh, coming up. So look forward to that. And as always, read ahead so you can, you know, be in the know before Mm -hmm. uh, you listen if you want. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. As always, I'm Brianna. And I'm Gwen. And this has been The the Page Turner. Turner. You can find this podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or on our webpage via a direct RSS feed. We would be very grateful if you would subscribe or write a review wherever you listen. Thank you all for listening. This has been The Page Turner. The views and opinions expressed here do not necessarily represent those of the Los Gatos Library or the town of Los Gatos.